0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast. My name is Elsa Kepi, and I am a somatic sex educator. And I am very excited to be here with you today to talk about the existential meaning of our parts. And by that, I mean our sexual parts, particularly, although I have to say that being a body worker for many, many years I also realize that the body itself has a way of talking to us and I never particularly put it together that our private parts our genitals also talk to us talk to us in the same way and I know that sounds silly now that I never put that together but I was always dealing with, oh, you have a sore shoulder. This might mean that you're giving too much because we give with our arms, or you have a sore pelvis or hip. Maybe you have trouble moving forward in life. I've always related those types of things to the body, but I have never really looked at how that might relate to our genitals. So I am very excited today to be here with you to talk a little bit about this. And I must say that this came up because of reading a book called the existential life of the penis which is a great book i have to say and if you do get a chance or you're inspired it was written by a psychologist and the name actually is escaping me right now but you could definitely look up the title um he was a psychologist worked with many different men and talking about um sexual dysfunctions about erectile dysfunctions and about things that came up with issues around sexuality and sexual functioning. And he was uh, working with this with, with many different men and realizing that the typical way that we deal with sexual dysfunction is just to try to regain function. And although that might sound like it makes sense, it's not actually dealing with potentially the deeper meaning of why we're having the dysfunction in the first place which as a body worker, you know, we can treat your shoulder and fix your shoulder so that you don't have a rotator cuff sprain anymore, but why you got that injury and why to that part of the body, was it postural, was it strain, was it emotional, was it all of the above? We, you know, we haven't really touched on that. So I think it's important to think about our genitals in the same way as the rest of our body. We are, you know, after all, all connected and so, I noticed that you know people that are are women, female signed uh, people have often looked at the deeper meaning of their womb, their their uterus, their yoni, their vulva, their vagina. They they've looked at all all of that a little bit more deeply, quite often in in regards to women's circles, in regards to you know letting go of past trauma, potentially you know, um, doing some kind of ritual cleansing between partners, you know, women have tended to look at that part of their body um, and dealt with what is going on at a deeper level? And how am I honoring my yoni? Or how am I honoring my uterus or my feminine parts? Or also, I've worked with women in regards to having a hysterectomy, or even a radical hysterectomy where you're losing the cervix as well how do we relate to our body with or without the actual physical parts do we have energetic you know many women report having a feeling of having an energetic uterus or you know ovaries and things that are still present for them in their experience of their body and in their femininity if that's what they relate to um in a way that that I think has been more held, there's been more spaces held for, you know, women and women's body parts than there's ever been for men and the penis. You know, we've kind of, we kind of just roll our eyes when men come in with erectile issues. Uh, mostly men are just like, well, I just want it to work. <laughs> I want it to, to want it to be reliable. And this is what, the, you know, has, has been brought to my attention is that although that you know some of the the um, work with let's say how you work with the penis, different types of stimulation. Are all the nerves working properly? Are you? Is there shame coming up, or is there something in the particular relationship that's coming up? Is there something there? And all all of those are important aspects. But thinking about the penis or the 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 vulva actually, but thinking of our genitals as a sign of our our life force, which it absolutely is. I mean, having sex is uh, the procreative act of being human. And so having, you know, it doesn't really make you have to stretch that far to understand that the penis or the vagina or the vulva might represent in our body's way of speaking something to do with this existential kind of fear of death or fear of mortality. Um, fear of loss. There may be many things coming up in regards to this part of our body. And, you know, as I mentioned, women have started to begun begin looking at this. But I think for people with penises as well, this is an interesting concept, you know, if you, let's say start off in a in a relationship, you're really happy, you're excited, you're dating, everything's going well, everything's going well in the bedroom. And then you get married and all of a sudden things are not so easy or you're losing your erections or things like that it's interesting to notice that we have in the past i think tended to think oh well you know you're not interested in your partner or sex isn't the same when you're married and we just kind of laugh it off but it's really could be deeper than that there could be a, an absolute fear of being intimate but that could come from a deeper level. For example, one of the stories I I read about in this book was someone, I'm probably gonna mix up a couple of them, but the gist of it was that this particular man, as a child, his mother had had depression and had been in and out of hospital multiple times while he was very young. And so his experience, nobody had ever explained to him where his mom was going, they just kind of shipped him off to the grandparents or whatever. And so he had this this idea that at any moment, the woman that he he most cared about, his mother, could just disappear. And so later, you know, that kind of sat with him for many, um, many years until he got in a serious relationship and was with a woman that he felt really attracted to, he was very happy with, they had a good life together. And all of a sudden he was having issues with erections and, uh, you know, maintaining that in their sex life. And and what this psychologist sort of figured out with him during therapy was that he was replaying that that deep seated fear of of the woman in his life disappearing at any moment without explanation. And the fear of that was coming out in his penis, in the actions of his penis, which I think is, you know, it makes kind of sense, right? We have, like I said, many aspects of pain and dysfunction in our body come about not just from physical accidents or physical sprains or strains, but actually emotional attachments to things and unprocessed emotions lead to lots of disease. So it makes sense that this connection once you start feeling really safe and and potentially vulnerable as well to this intimate relationship that you might end up um, manifesting this kind of dysfunction in your sexual organs. Now, the the other time this might come up, this kind of existential worried about death or worried about abandonment kind of thing might come up is the phenomenon of people to engage in more risky sex or more sex when there's fear of imminent death <laughs> and i think that we've all kind of watched movies about this we've all maybe you know even experienced it a little bit like you know what the hell everything's going to shit in a handbag maybe you know i could just i should just fuck you know and so maybe there is something about that fear of imminent death that you want to have one last go at making life in in a way, in a symbolic sense. Obviously not every sexual act results in in making new life, but in our psyche, the act of sex represents procreation, represents continued life. And so if we have some sort of uh, fear about dying, fear about death, a fear of mortality, a fear of getting old, Uh, you know, a fear of abandonment, like we're going to be alone, all of these things might come up in our body in such a way around our genitals. So I just thought this was a super interesting topic to think about and to bring to my practice as far as not just working on the mechanics of being better in the bedroom or the mechanics of sex or the mechanics of how you masturbate or the mechanics of how all the parts worked work or even the mechanics of how your body becomes aroused and you know there's many many things that we work with people as sex educators uh, on but this idea that there's a depth to it that there's there could be a deeper meaning behind some of these dysfunctions is interesting to me and is something that i personally have attachment to i think because i've always considered myself quite a deep person i like to get to the to the kind of crux of things so i think it's something to consider that if you're if you know or if you are experiencing um whether it's pain with sex or erectile dysfunctions or um vulvodynia, all of these things could be traced to deeper, uh, deeper feelings of shame, deeper feelings of you know, crisis, a deeper feeling of wanting to feel more alive. Many people realize that as they get in a relationship and the relationship itself kind of hardens up or it doesn't really keep fulfilling them in the same way of excitement and life force, that they begin looking outside that relationship for other sexual partners or experiences that might bring back the life in them. And I think this is an important thing to deal with. I mean, if that polyamory kind of version, uh, uh, vision works for you and your partner and you're able to, to do that, that's, that's great. But if you are really a monogamous person, you want, you love your partner. You don't want to hurt them. You're not trying to go behind their back. You, you know, you're not wanting to open your relationship up. It does help to actually look at, well, what, what am I doing in my life that might be um, something fulfilling to me as, a, as life force? What, how am I expanding myself as a human being, or am I just stuck in a rut here and? you know, perhaps my genitals, perhaps my sexual experiences are the only outlet I have for being creative. And so many times, you know, finding another outlet for creativity, finding a way to bring the fear of intimacy to your current partner and to be working, talking about that, working with it potentially can, you know, Uh, um, end these issues in a way that is actually dealing with the core of the problem. So I was just very excited to bring that to you. That is an idea. I know this is just kind of an uh, intro idea. If you're if you're inspired by this as well, please do reach out to me on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. There are some online courses I have there that are do at your own pace. Um, I have a pleasure mastery for men or women separate courses. I have one on boundaries, one on um, taking responsibility for your life, which I feel actually has a lot to do with pleasure and with uh, being bringing our whole self to not only our own life, but to our partners and in the way that we interact in relationship. So if that interests you or reach out to me, um, I'd happy to work with you privately one-on-one or looking at some sort of group work um, along these lines sign up for my blog, I send out information about things that occur to me that are interesting, which is something along the lines of today's talk. As I mentioned, this was coming from a book I recently read called The Existential Life of the Penis. If you're interested, please do check that book out. It was really helpful uh, to look at a new way of dealing with erection and erectile problems uh, in a a sense with a population, i.e. men that haven't normally been listened to in that way. Um, So I hope that you'll take some initiative and maybe read that as well. So it's been a pleasure to be with you today and do check out my other episodes. And I will be super excited to come back and talk about the next topic that I come up with to talk about hopefully in a week or two. And uh, I will let you all go and have a wonderful day.